Namaste. Welcome everyone to the th- fourth episode of the Kendra Maya podcast. My name is Kendra Maya and I am a practicing yogi from the ancient lineage of Trilok Akhara that was founded by Shankarnath who is also the founder of yoga. Today's topic is going to be relationships because I've got two questions from the audience and they are all about relationships. So that's what we're going to learn and talk about today. So the first question, how does one become aware that one is in a toxic relationship? Is it because it's being, the relationship is becoming more and more difficult? Or it's because I'm not really benefiting from the relationship. What is a clear indicator? So that's, um, well, if you're asking yourself that question, then uh, it's probably toxic. But I'm, I'm just, yeah, kidding. It, uh, well, no, I'm, I'm serious. It is probably toxic. Uh, but let's break down some of these um, indicators. So, a toxic relationship is a relationship between people who are either unskilled to be able to have a good relationship with each other. So, basically they are unskilled. That means they do not have the right skills, for example, communication skills or um, uh, skills of understanding themselves and where do they stand in the relationship with each other. So they do not have skills of communication or understanding. So these are some examples of skills that they lack, that you lack, um, the person who has asked this question, that you or your uh, spouse or maybe both. So now what does that mean? Well, it usually means that either you upgrade your skills immediately, not by learning from each other, because clearly that's not helping, but by finding yourself a good teacher to teach you these specific skills necessary to cultivate a valuable relationship with your spouse. Alternatively, you could also break up and then learn the skills. It's up to you, depending on your social and financial conditions, how does it work. So, I can understand that if you are based in certain countries in the world, it may be harder to break off a marriage. Or it's just something that takes too much finance and 
time and energy. So, it's you prefer to learn the new skills being part of the relationship, but that would require a really good teacher who knows what a good relationship that is an exchange of value means. So, that brings us to the second question that also one of the audience members have sent and that is what is a good relationship. So, here since you are not being specific about romantic relationships, I am just going to include friendships as well and even family relationships. Well, let us keep the family relationships out if that is something you want to keep aside, but let us include friendships and you know, romantic relationships here. So, there is a really nice proverb that I read today uh, that goes something like, as I grow older, I am able to understand that deep relationships are those in which each of the people can amplify, can identify and amplify each other's light. And I think that is not only beautiful, it is also quite accurate, because we have a similar, well not exactly because yoga goes even deeper, but a slightly similar view on that in yoga. But before we get to yoga's perception of it, let us look at the types of relationship. So, what are the types of relationships? including friendships. So, of course, there is the first type which is I think the most common one where the relationship is toxic to both people and both of them are damaging each other or in, an, in, another, in another kind of similar subtype is when one person is damaging the other and one person is just more or less not suffering as much damage and this damage could include for example, being un unheard, being unheard. So, there is no presence from one person to the other. This is obviously not physical presence that I am talking about, but emotional and spiritual presence being present in that moment and being present to the other person and their needs. Because at the end of the day, a relationship is all about being present to the other person's needs. And when this is done both ways, then it is helpful, but that still is not a non-toxic relationship. Why? Because the second type of relationship is one in which two people fulfill each other's needs and their own need through this relationship. So, in this case, both the people probably have some sort of void or a black hole, <laughs> the black hole of loneliness. <laughs> inside. <laughs> yeah, that is um, 
that's one of those things that most of us have it and we fill it with all kinds of crap we fill it with the most obvious examples of course are addictions alcohol and drugs but we also fill it with music like bollywood music specifically that's always crooning and crooning about how much do people love each other that's definitely in this list of filling in one's own voids for those who don't know bollywood music it's pretty cringe worthy some of it at least don't google it <laughs> but to give other examples one also fills one's voids with um blaming blaming oneself or blaming other people and complaining these are also ways to fill the void why because blaming oneself or others creates a neurotransmitter in the brain i think it's dopamine that gets released which of course should not be released it's because you're feeling sorry for yourself in the first case when you blame yourself and in the second case you're blaming the world which means you think you are better than the rest of the world so you're blaming the whole universe that's a bad place that the world is a bad place there's so much shit happening and then you think that you are better because if you ran the world you would do better and that means you're on a high horse and in yoga this is an ultimate um sin no there's no such thing as a sin in yoga but it is technically because although it's never there is no such list of sins in hinduism or in yoga and well not in hinduism but in yoga itself i know that there is no such list of sins but this one is a really really soul eating one because once one starts to blame the whole world then your brain produces this and then it realizes after some time that it was not supposed to produce it and so it does dopamine reuptake and this means that the body realizes that okay dopamine is out so now i am going into depression again so then the person blames something else so the cycle goes on endlessly so that's also a type of void filling activity and this void filling that also people do with each other when they are in relationship is this type 2 relationship where things are not toxic but they are also not promoting the growth that i will just speak about next which brings me to type 3 um of romantic of romantic and friend related relationships that one can engage in and this one is the most incredible because before i get into why it's the most incredible the main features of this one this relationship are th- the three c's that's co-creation cohabitation and commitment so that would mean the two people are co-creating something of value 
that they are potentially also bringing and sharing to the rest of the world. Cohabitation of course, is living together and doing these things and commitment is a consistent attitude towards being of value to each other in this way and being in agreement of course, that this is the way that they will co-create and add value and cohabit. Of course, everybody has to be, the parties have to be in agreement to be able to do the three C's. Now, we can delve into the Isha Upanishad, which has a beautiful shloka that goes like this. So, once again, Purnamadaha Purnamidam, when infinity meets infinity, it creates infinity. So, Purna means to be full of divine consciousness or in other words infinity and Purnamidam is also infinity, but it is meeting the first infinity. And when you take, so the second line Purnasya Purnamadaya, which means when you take infinity from infinity, Purnameva Vishyate. Only infinity, just only, well, infinity remains. So, when you take, when you mix infinity with infinity and then when you take infinity from infinity, infinity remains. So, 
so this means that in the type 3 relationship that I was talking about, when one is without a void within oneself, it means that one is full. And not only is one full, one has even learned the skills and awareness of being infinite. And one experiences life as infinite. There is no such thing as scarcity. Everything is abundant and awash in glorious golden light. Everything is connected, everything is blissful, and everything is you and you are infinite. And when this person meets another person who has done the same work on themselves of filling their void by themselves without going into cheap intoxications and blaming others and etc. etc. And then after becoming full, have they have done the work of even going beyond and becoming infinite, then these two people can have an exquisite relationship full of abundance and value exchange and co-creation and all the wonderful things that two people would like to do together, whether or not it is romantic or if it's friendship, even friends, two friends who are infinite like Krishna and Balaram or Hanuman and Ram. When infinity meets infinity, then infinity is born and when infinity is taken from infinity, infinity is left behind. So then there is no such thing as a bad breakup because there is no breakup because everything is connected and everything is you and you are infinite and so is the other person. So this is the way yoga perceives a good relationship. And maybe all this sounds like quite the difficult and long challenging journey. You ask yourself, how can you be infinite? But it is possible because we already have the tools and the meditations and the practices and guidance to do this at the Himalayan Holistic Healing Institute that I have founded with the grace of my Guru, Guru Pashupati, who has taught me these things that I spoke about. And these teachings 
at least for me have been I mean I have been in all these except for the infinite one <laughs> I've been in the first two types of relationships so I know I've been there and done that and so I speak at least from experience about what does not work yeah and what does work I am going towards it and it's um, it takes time so it's always a good idea to get started as soon as possible and before before one becomes infinite before one becomes full one has to identify that one has a void and even just realizing that one has a black hole inside themselves that can take depending on the person but it can take a it can take some years it really depends on how honest you are with yourself if you are really honest then you can learn really fast but if you are dishonest to yourself then you will take lifetimes so not in this birth but maybe the next one but yeah that's um, that's all right i'm sure i'm sure i've come here also with a few birds behind me where i didn't really get the lesson but now i have and yeah happy to share this with you all so i really hope that you understand and can pick up something from these hard on lessons that i have got in this birth and if you are interested in starting your healing journey which starts with healing from your trauma and if or or if you have some kind of physical manifestation of the trauma in the form of a disease or injury or a chronic stress or chronic health related issue then we also start from, we can also start from there obviously that's the more urgent issue then at the healing institute all right so thank you so much for your questions those who have sent them in i am appreciate i'm really grateful for these questions because they help guide the podcast topics and are hopefully giving valuable insights on these topics from the perspective of yoga so just to summarize the two questions we answered today were how does one become aware that one is in a toxic relationship do we find that out by because one is not really able to add value to each other or it is just a difficult relationship it's just difficult so it should be effortless so that was the first question and the second one was what are the hallmarks or what is indeed a good relationship including friendships so thank you so much for listening and i hope you are going to stay tuned for the next episode namaste oh